Ahoy, hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. This is your favourite fact podcast. We are back bringing you stuff we have dredged from the internet, sometimes even books too. You just decide whether they are worth sharing or if they should be forever consigned to the big bin of nonsense. I will bring you stuff this week about why Tuvalu makes a lot of money from the internet and about where trivia really comes from. And we might talk about why blokes still love the Roman Empire. That thing, yeah, it's in that. Connor, what do you have for us? Oh, confusing, excited. Mona Lisa chat and the uh, the real name of a very, very, very famous person, or should I say Bear. Our Bears people, we might find that out come the end of this podcast. Let's crack on. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, Dan, how are you feeling today then? You've had, you've, I'll tell you what, you have pretty much travelled the world this last year. It's been a bloody nightmare. Dan, behind the scenes, he's been here, there and everywhere. How was your little trip away? Looked like fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I went to Nantes, which is West France, to watch uh, Rugby World Cup. Right, I don't really, I, I don't mind the rugby. I'm not one of these people that loves it, but it was an excuse to be with my mates and be away. Um, a real nightmare, though, is we turned up to a hostel at 1am, which cost us €12 Euros for the night, right? Wow. Uh, they had no record of our booking. <laughs> they couldn't let us in. Then when they when we finally managed... And there's a language barrier there, right? And when we finally uh, managed to get in and kind of sort that out, I had to stand my ground because they very much looked like someone who was high on all sorts of drugs who wanted to kill the receptionist. So me and a friend had to effectively be her bodyguard for like three hours. And do I look like I would be a good bodyguard? Incorrect. I no, also I do not. as well. I would be a terrible bodyguard. I know you well enough to know that you must have been getting bloody sick of it when the language barrier was in the way. It's one o'clock in the morning. You are sick of it. I bet you were getting a bit to a point of, right, this needs to get sorted quick. Yeah, I was quite pragmatic in that situation. A lot of my mates were very annoyed at the fact that this has happened and were starting to get a bit... What do you expect? Uh, like a bit, Dan and mates? A bit... 12 euro a night? A bit, Bloody hell. Uh, uh, they were starting to get a bit loud. And I was thinking, like, getting a bit annoyed isn't going to help this situation. This poor old girl doesn't understand a word we are saying about it. It's not her fault. You know, people aren't going out there to make your life hard. It's just something's gone wrong. But it was quite tough to be a bit... Like to temper my rage and to sort things out uh, while not being able to speak much French. But what I did discover, though, is the little French that I can speak makes people believe that I am like a natural-born Frenchman. So more on the hostel thing, did uh, did you get anything nicked? Did you come back and someone was wearing your boxers? Or was it all right? No, no, no. I, I slept in all my clothes, hugging my bag. Right. Like it was that type of gaff. But... 
uh, yeah, I realized I would go into a shopkeeper or go to a bar and I'd be like, uh, uh, bonjour. And then I would, you know, ask for something. And even me saying bonjour made them believe I was French. God, you'd get right on my nerves trying to talk French, I tell you. But anyway. What, in France? How yeah. would that get on your nerves? Oh, bonjour, je m'appelle Dan. Like, mate, come on. You know what I mean? Just ask uh, for your egg and chips well, I- and call it a day. Well, I don't go into every restaurant and shop saying what my name is. Oh, not sure. That, I guess that's all I know. So it would just be bonjour, je m'appelle Connor, and then just can I have a Kit Kat? Do you know what I mean? It just, you know, <laughs> that'd be it. Oui, oui, bien yeah. sûr, d'accord. Yeah. Uh, okay, Connor, give us your first fact of the show. Okay, uh, the Mona Lisa now has no eyebrows. Um, she did have eyebrows. But if you've seen the Mona Lisa, she's eyebrowless. That is due to cleaning. She used to have them, but it's now eroded over time. So obviously paintings do change over time. But it's kind of sad that, you know, the lovely Mona Lisa is now, you know, no eyebrows. Isn't that a bit Bless her, you know? How often does she get cleaned? And surely, if you think that the Mona Lisa is a very valuable painting, the amount of... Aggie work and ball acheness that goes into kind of sorting it out and even to go and seeing it, you would imagine they'd figure out a way to clean it without completely eroding her eyebrows. <laughs> Maybe they just got it wrong right at the start. Well, this has kind of been my thing as well. It's sort of like, you know, to erode the eyebrows of a Mona Lisa, I mean, you know, young young Benjamin who's going in there and he's got cleaning duty and work experience, let's not scrub away, fella. Let's take it easy. It's the Mona bloody Lisa. You know, I bet somebody's in there just like like that oh no we've lost an eyebrow well what I think's happened is somebody's had a go right they've had a clean an eyebrow went missing and they were like okay we'll probably just have to get rid of the other one now to just make it look even because otherwise it just looks weird (laughs) yeah she would look a bit uh, cynical like she's raising her eyebrow at you wouldn't she yeah if she only had one other things yeah yeah so uh, yeah just doesn't have any eyebrows which um, which I thought I thought I kind of, now that I know and I look at the photo and you look at it online, it does look a bit weird, but you don't really notice it before, if you know what I mean. Do you see what I'm saying? But then when you look at it now, you're like, oh my God, she bloody hasn't got any bloody eyebrows. Yeah, uh, recently, um, I've come out with a few opinions on this podcast, which has got me mercilessly picked apart on the internet. Um, someone called me a, a bell end because I said families who went to Disney every year wearing matching t-shirts were a bit weird. I love Disney and I love Disney theme parks, but I think that's a reasonable thing to say. And my, I think my biggest opinion, the Mona Lisa is not worth your time of day. It's that it's pap. It is pointless. It is, it's, it's, it's awful. It's is rubbish. It, is it in the Louvre? It is in the Louvre. It's tiny. It's the size of like a postcard. You go into a building... Obviously, you queue up to get into this building. There's thousands of people in this room desperately trying to look at it, and it's tiny and it's miserable. It's it's not worth the time of day. I don't know, I don't know who has done the PR for the Mona Lisa, but they've done a bloody good job. Why is it so famous? I don't I don't really understand why. Really, I understand. Who knows? Yeah, I guess we Fame, can ask that question about a lot of things, though. You know, why why is I'm trying to think of an example and not be mean, but why is certain person famous? Don't know. Happens. There you go. Mona Lisa's famous. Yeah, it's just, and it always, like, stories like this always takes me back. Do you remember a few years ago, maybe 10 years ago now, when I think the poor old lady was cleaning the church and she saw a really old painting and she she thought the paint was flicking off, so she decided to repaint it herself and she's taken this beautiful old picture of, like, Jesus or something and painted it with a cartoon face because she thinks that's the best way it looks. Yeah. It was... Whenever I think of old paintings, it always takes me back to Only Fools and Horses. 
What? Why specifically? Uh, you know that really good episode where uh, Del Boy falls in love with a really pretty blonde, and then uh, you know she nicks the painting, and it's actually a stolen painting, and yeah, it's just really, really great. Whenever I look at an old painting, it takes you back to that moment. Ah, just a little insight into the the life of dear young Connor Knight growing up in Essex. All the family gathered around on a Saturday night, presumably Chinese takeaway in hand. Yeah. watch Only Fools and Horses watch Only Fools and Horses then you know a nice little £2,000 trip to Paris eh? get in the old Lauve whatever it's called look at the Mona Lisa and go hey do you remember that episode of Del Boy it's good isn't it yeah right first fact of the show for me Connor have you heard of the domain .tv oh so like www.google.tv yeah, but it's like famous from Twitch, right? Twitch is twitch.tv. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I, n- I now remember. Yeah, yeah. It rings a bell. But it is, I mean, domains are almost pointless because the only way to get to a website, I feel, is just to go to Google and type in what it is and then click the first one that comes up. Anyway, a lot of people think .tv stands for uh, television, which I imagine is what your brain went to. Straight away, yeah, especially with Twitch because it's basically television but online. Yeah, gaming, streaming, stuff like that. Uh, In fact, it's the international country code for Tuvalu, which is a tiny country uh, out out kind of uh, off Australia and uh, in the Pacific Ocean over there. So we have .co.uk here in the UK. Uh, France has .fr. Tuvalu has .tv. And 10% of the money that the, the Tuvalu government makes, their GDP, is from royalties of people using the domain .tv, mainly Twitch. Ooh. So Tuvalu can thank Twitch for having some money. Yeah. Tuvalu can thank Twitch for their clean roads. Do, do they have really clean roads? Well, I don't know, but if they do. Uh, what, what, I'm confused. So why, 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 why have they used .tv? Is it a cheaper domain to buy initially? I, I don't know. I think they've... Uh, no, I think... They've used it because they want it to seem like it's TV, right? Right. Okay. So there's a, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to work out the purpose of it, but it works international because the all dom- because I'm just trying to get my head around domains now. And it's you know it's not like I've got loads of brain knowledge stored on a shelf about domain names. But certain things like if you go do .com, you enter the American version of that website, correct? Where .co.uk is the English version. No, For example, Urban Outfitters. No. Well, it depends. Yeah, it depends. I would imagine currently in 2023, it depends where you're watching from because the internet's so smart that it will know, right, your IP address, your computer is logged into the UK, so we will immediately switch you over to the dope. They're tracking you. They are tracking you. Uh, Cookies. Tasty little morsels of your data that will forever follow you around. Uh, so yeah, but that's the general idea. We are .co.uk, um, and maybe I think Germany might be .de for Deutschland. .com. It's amazing that America doesn't have .us. It is just .com. Uh, yeah, but so Twitch obviously is a streaming website, like you said. It's like TV but on the internet. Uh, they wanted to like get in on the the streaming and the gaming hype with tellies, so they they bought .tv which actually doesn't stand for television at all. It stands for Dot Tuvalu. Yeah. No one really knows that, but it makes the Tuvalu government a lot of money. Yeah, I never knew that. I, uh, I can understand why they do it as well, especially like someone like Twitch. Having Dot TV is a lot cooler than like .com, .co.uk. And it's actually really cool as well to, to know that people are doing it for this like, you know, Twitch. Oh, it's cool to have Dot TV, but the knock-on effect that that has on a country that we've probably never bloody heard of. Like, I'd love to know actually how that like financially impacts them, what they use the money for. It's kind of cool. <laughs> I remember, what are we, 2013, 2023? Yeah. I remember like 
about eight years ago, there was a big push to have personalised domain names. Yeah. So there would be like restaurants in London would be like the Rose and Crown dot London, stuff like that. Um, but I think it was stupid because, as I said earlier, people don't really type in the web address now. They literally just go to Google and type in like Rose and Crown Tooting, get me there. They no one, no one bothers with a domain name anymore. Do you remember like back in the day when you were at school, or whatever, and? Uh... I'm sure that this works like internationally as well, wherever you're listening. But like, you always had that kid in school that was a little bit of a money maker. So like, it, it, you know, he was always up to something. He was the one selling donuts, or he was the one that was selling in our in my school, definitely selling sweets. He was always the one who was going to be the next Alan Sugar. So he thought there was a kid at my school called Matt, and he used to be that guy. And I remember in like, it must have been like year nine, year ten, year eleven. But he was buying domain names that were good ones with the hope that one day like a business is created and they buy that off of him for loads of money. (laughs) I think that's a great idea. I always wonder if I could time travel, that might be something I would do, you know, go back in the day and buy, I don't know. What do you think? uh, Like Sony.com or something like Apple.com. What do you think's like a really good domain name to get now? What's the one to rush for that maybe one day could become a good, I mean, look, Apple, who would have thought, who would have thought that it could be that bloody big Apple.com, eh? Just an apple. I, I don't know. But we have, would we have bafflepod.com, don't we? We've got that, yeah. So if anybody else would like that, you know, to sell their socks as well, just give us a shout. It makes you wonder where bafflepodcast.com was. Mm. I wonder who had bafflepod before us. Oh, I wonder if it's been used before. Hello, my name is Mark Thompson, your guide aboard the Constellation Station podcast. Tune in every Monday for your weekly guide to all things going on in the skies above the UK that week. From meteor showers to comets and eclipses to supernova explosions, I will have it all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast or wherever you get your podcasts from. But until then, let's hope for some clear skies. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Well, you can go there, by the way, if you'd like to get in touch, baffledpod.com. Send us anything you fancy. If you have facts, if you want to get merch, if you just want to say hi, baffledpod.com. Or, 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 and we've got all- or make us an offer, eh? You know, make us an offer. If you Uh-oh. want the domain name, we're open to offers here. Absolutely. I could do a little pay rise on the show, couldn't you, Dan? A big time. Yeah. Also, you've got links to all our socials there as well, so you get a little handy videos that just uh, you can see what we do. And you can see the brilliant guests that we've been having recently. Yeah, and also, Dan, we, we, we kind of need to briefly mention it, but we've got some exciting new things on the way for Baffled, haven't we, as well, which is going to be fun in the next couple of weeks, couple of months. A new little chapter of Baffled, which I think is exciting. Yeah, very excited to bring that to you. Um, yeah, so stick around. Make sure you follow us on our socials so you see what's going on. Um, right, some more facts for you. Connor, what you got? Uh, yeah, well, uh, actually a really good fact from you there, Dan. So um, I'm going to come in with a, just a generic kind of fact that you're not really going to know what to say. Winnie the Pooh's real name is Edward Bear. No, it's not. What? It is. But it's not, is it? But it's it is. Winnie the Pooh. No, it's Edward. But why have they called it Winnie? No, Who's I- decided it was Edward? No idea, but his real name is Edward. What? Well, it was written by A.A. Milne. Yeah. Why Why would they call it... Why would A.A. Milne call it Edward and then actually shorten it to Winnie? Well, no, just, you know, just everybody, in case they Googled what is Winnie the Pooh's name, there's an answer for it. Edward. Why is it Edward, though? <laughs> I like the pause of just digesting. Mm. Is this real? Well, it's, it's, his name is Winnie the Pooh. The main character, Winnie the Pooh, sometimes called simply Pooh or Edward Bear, is a good-natured, yellow-furred, honey-loving bear who lives in the forest surrounding the hundred-acre wood. There you go. Edward. But why? <laughs> I just don't understand. I why. don't know. Oh, right. I have no idea, but he's called Edward, and it's a good piece of valuable information to know for if ever you are asked about Winnie the Pooh. You know, it could happen, it can come up. You never know. Name's Edward. Right, there must be more to this. There simply must be more to it. Well, okay, so the real life Christopher Robin, a.k.a. Billy Moon, first got his stuffed bear, it was named Edward, the formal version of Teddy. As Billy Moon got older, he became very fond of the main attraction at the London Zoo, a black bear named Winnie. And then the two names are put together. Edward become Winnie the Pooh. Bosh. I don't think you saying Bosch in that like properly hard Essex way really suits it after a fact about Winnie the Pooh. It's a good one. And also it's got me thinking. It's not a good one. <laughs> what good what one. am I meant to do with that? What am I meant to do with it? Just keep it as a little bit of knowledge for you to always know that Winnie the Pooh is called Edward. You know, one day when you have yourself a little kiddly wink and the kid's reading Winnie the Pooh, be like, hey, listen here, what's your kid's name going to be? Probably like Greg, something like that. You'll probably name your kid Greg. Hey, Greg, listen. Winnie the Pooh's called Edward. Did you know that, Greg? But is it in the is it in the story though? Oh, Daddy never knew that. Don't worry about it, Greg. It's fine. Just thought I'd let you know. Go and tell all your friends at school. Go on. But is it in the story? Is it written down? Because if it's written down, I don't need to tell it. I don't know, mate. You see, it look, wasn't thing, necessary for me to know. The thing is here, we're very aware, aren't we, over the last four years, that me and the research of facts has always been a little bit, you know. Well, I've done some research, but I didn't read all the Winnie the Pooh books to find it out. So no idea. Winnie the Pooh's name's Edward. It's got me thinking. You have. So what's it got you thinking about? What's Daffy Duck's real name? Yeah, that's better. Well, that is interesting because Daffy is clearly a nickname. Well, oh, yeah, and Winnie the Pooh is a normal name. Winnie the Pooh. Surname's Pooh, middle name's The. Come on. Well, here we, well, here we go. I've done a very cursory search on Google.com. And I said, what is Daffy Duck's real name? Apparently, the first thing that comes up is his real name is Daffy Dumas Horatio Tiberius Armando Sheldon Duck. So there you go. You see, now that's stupid. Edward Bear That's is That's better than Edward Bear. Hmm. Hmm. 
Try to think like, of other, other fun characters. I just don't understand, like, when you're writing the story of Winnie the Pooh, why would you give it as much of a backstory that his name is actually Edward? Well, I don't know, but I guess when Winnie the Pooh become a global icon, he needs a bit of a backstory. People are going to want to know about Winnie the Pooh. Well, what is his backstory off the top of your head that you've not copied from the first paragraph on Wikipedia? He enjoys honey, and his name's Edward. There you go. That- and he run around with his jar of honey saying, hello, I'm Edward, nice to meet you. There you go. This fact isn't, Alec, I'm exhausted from the old gallivanting around France and the hostel experience, but this fact has annoyed me more than it ever needed to. Why has it annoyed you? I, don't, just, I just think it's, it's ridiculous. Well, it's something to tell somebody, though. I'm sure if you told anybody, go and tell your fiancé later on tonight. Hey, did you know? Well, I'm not... Yeah, and she'll go, yeah, and what? Well, interesting. There you go. Anyway, something for you to pocket. It's a good one. Last fact of the show. It's all about trivia. Do you know that trivia comes from the Latin word for a three-way intersection? So we're talking about Romans. You might have seen online recently, you know, apparently men are obsessed with Roman Empire. Trivia comes from a phrase that means three, try, three, via, roads. Three roads. It was a three-way intersection. This is important because Romans at that time, they would put like bits of local information around the trivia place around the three-way intersection. That was where you would share things that were going on in the local village. What's happening? So trivia comes from that. That's better than you Winnie the Pooh. Uh, you see, I beg to differ because I've already you know, forgotten about that fact you just said, but I'm very aware that Winnie the Pooh is called Edward. I know it when I'm Trivia packing. comes from try via three roads. Why did they because always discuss on a three-road intersection things that were going on in the village? Was there a reason for that? I imagine... Ah, no, no, no. Is there a reason? Not you imagine. Is there an actual answer? I couldn't couldn't find that, but I'm, you know, putting one, one and one roads together to make three. And it's because people were travelling from one place to another, you know, because roads went straight. So they were going from one road to another. Hmm. So they needed to know what was happening in the local village. And that seemed like a convenient place to do it. You don't want to hide it away. You want to put it in an obvious point. Absolutely, yeah. I still think that Edward, though, is Winnie the Pooh, is, is so much more enjoyable. But hey, look, each to their own. Right. I can guarantee you this. People, someone listening to this podcast ain't sharing the Edward thing. They ain't. I think it's good. They're sharing the trivia about trivia. What about Mona Lisa having no eyebrows? No good? Yeah, that might ma- that might make the cut. Right. You're going to cut my fact out because it's that sh- I don't do the editing. Right. Edward. There you go. And trivia come from Romans. Just like everything in life, by the way. So, just out of curiosity, if ever you wondered, everything comes from the Romans. Cheers, Dan. Baffledpod.com is where you need to go if you want to say hello. That's it for this week. Uh, what have we learned? We have learned that Tuvalu makes a lot of its money from watching streamers and maybe some OnlyFans girls on there. Uh, Also, trivia comes from the Roman world for three ways, meeting together, and here's something you'll forget instantly, Winnie the Pooh's real name was Edward or something like that. Uh, We'll see you next week. Say goodbye, Connor. Ta-da! And it's goodbye from me. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.